Are you a chicken? Welcome back to another episode of the Big Red Louie podcast. I am your fearless leader and co-host, Jacob Lane, joined tonight by my good friend uh, and co-host. It says Alex Stengel on the Zoom call here, but it is not Alex Stengel. It is Presley Meyer. Presley, how are you, my friend? How are you the fearless leader? And I'm just a chicken. Like, is that the, is that, is that the take here? Are you a chicken? I can't even respond to that because it's so spot on. But we got a lot to talk about tonight. Obviously, this episode is specifically focused on the Chris Mack, John Calipari feud that has kind of come up out of nowhere. It's good to have some lighthearted kind of playful banter that we can talk about. And we can also talk about how how UK fans, they just cannot handle any type of bark back to them. Can't handle it. It has to be... Everything has to be about them being big brother and they like. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before oh. you get into that, let's okay. let's kind of set the scene here, right? Yeah. So set Chris the scene. Mack, I'm sorry. Chris Mack goes on this podcast, which I, I should probably look up the name of that because I want to make sure that we plug that correctly. But Chris Mack goes on uh, another podcast. I want to plug that our podcast was first when Chris Mack did one in Louisville. But he goes on a podcast and he's asked about the Kentucky game. The schedule's up in the air. The NCAA start date is pushed back. And he gives an honest answer of, you know, we're, we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to make it work. It doesn't make a lot of sense to, to play in Louisville this year or to, to play and then have to return next year to, to Kentucky with fans where you don't have fans this year in the game. You know, you lose out on the money. Um, you lose out on having your fans and the impact that that has. And this creates a mass stir. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal at the time, to be honest with you. But, but as I kind of start to dig in and listen, and John Calipari responds and he says, uh, we're going to play the game. We're coming to Louisville. We look forward to it. At that point, I, I thought that, you know, I, and I made that vocal on Twitter that I thought that Chris Mack looked really bad. It looked kind of soft. It didn't, it didn't have that feel of, you know what, we'll show up and we'll play you anywhere, anytime. We don't care the circumstances, but there obviously is a bigger side to this rivalry, right? Presley money is a big deal in sports. There's no denying that all of that right. stuff that goes into it. And it sets the scene for what I was totally not expecting last night at six o'clock. I was at the gym when I saw a text from somebody that says, have you seen this? And it's a link to the Chris Mack video. And I just open it up and I'm, I'm sitting there in the middle of the gym, flabbergasted at what I'm listening to. But I'm also like, oh, oh, like, you know, cause I have no idea what this is. Uh, right. But Presley, let's go ahead and play the, play the full two minute audio from Chris Mack. You've heard it. Card fans, your fearless leader, Coach Mack. I keep getting asked. Coach, are we playing the game? Are you scared? Are you a chicken? You won't play Kentucky? As for the UK series, here's the thing. I want to do what's most convenient for John and his program. You do believe that, right? That I want to do what's best for John? Never mind the fact that we had a December 12th mutually agreed upon date to play the game. Never mind the fact that they backed out of the 12th because they were returning from London on December 6th after playing Michigan. I thought it was too close to the 12th. Never mind the fact that that December 6th game got canceled. No trip to London. Can we play that game on the 12th? Never mind the fact that they scheduled Notre Dame in lieu of playing us 
on a mutually agreed upon date of December 12th. Never mind the fact that they called ESPN and tried to change one of our ACC games without our knowledge or permission. Never mind the fact that Coach Stoops and his football program at the University of Kentucky honored that request in football to move Louisville's home game from 2020 to 2021. If you can do it in football, seems like you could do it in basketball. Never mind the fact that the University of Cincinnati asked us to do the exact same thing that we're asking Kentucky to do. And we honor that request. Listen, I don't want to stand in the way of college basketball's best rivalry. Whatever is most convenient for Coach Cal, we'll do it. See in the Yum Center. Go Cards. Bravo. Well done. I mean, Look, here's what, before we move into the first segment of this show, Presley, here's what I go. think. He gets an email that says something about with the game. He's pissed as hell. He's so mad. He's furious. And he's like, I'm going to make a damn video and put it on social media. You, I mean, you think that's what happened? That's what I think will happen. I, I mean, I, listen, I think that Coach Mack is probably going to listen back to this podcast. Uh, I think we have insider information that says that he frequently listens to him, especially when we, he knows that we're talking about him. And I think that, that unlike coaches that we've had in the past, that Coach Mack has his ear, his, you know, he, he, is, he, he is the most in tune with, with the fan base of any coach that we've had in, in football or basketball ever. Like, you know, he, he stays on Twitter. He stays on social media. He stays I don't know so much now. Yeah. He right listens. now when the, in the middle of practice and everything, I don't think so much now, but off season. But in in the off season, definitely. He stays in the know. He keeps a good, he has a good pulse on, on what the fan base is like, what people want. And I think that there is no way that he could have possibly ignored the clamoring from the fan base. Uh, to me, it sounded like, Louisville was willing to back out of this game just because of the circumstances and nobody could, could blame Louisville for doing that. I think fans would have been upset with that, but I mean, it, fans in the same way fans are upset that, that the football game was canceled. It is what it is. And so they, you have to ultimately do what's best for your program, regardless of, of, of what the fans think, you know, fans don't have to deal with the financials fans don't have to deal with, with all of the, the inside planning and everything that goes with having a season. So for Louisville, it could have been easy to just write it off but it was Calipari and UK that put Mac and Louisville in a bad position. So that's when Mac decided that he was going to kind of quote unquote air the dirty laundry. And I heard, you know, all the radio pundits and everybody coming out and saying, and Mac's a liar and Mac is making this stuff up. Do you have proof that, that Chris Mack was making that? That's what I want to know. Are we going to take Chris Mack at his word that all of these things happen? Like the, the whole thing about UK going behind Louisville's back and trying to reschedule Louisville's schedule. Like that's difficult to believe but at the same time, it's something that you know that, that somebody would be able to prove, like Jason Riley or, or uh, you know, uh, what's it, Tim Sullivan from the Courier-Journal. So, somebody's somebody's going to dig in and figure out what exactly happened in that scenario, right? Yeah. And, and, and Mac knows that. Tyre knows that. Kenny Klein knows that. People know that, that Louisville's dirt will be able to get dug up. And I'm sorry that Potter is barking in the middle here, of my, right, in so my go on, go on middle mute. of my pontificating. Go on mute here. Let me let me introduce the segment. Presley debuted this last week on the Big Red Lily podcast uh, with guests Gigi Robinson and Seth Dawkins. 
Presley and I are both married, oddly enough, to women named Taylor. I think that's the fun fact here in this all. But the, the segment is called oh, yeah. Questions from Our Wives. We, we've always talked about uh, what kind of questions our wives have about sports and what is going on, uh, Louisville athletics and just and sports in general. And so tonight we had both of them watch the video. Um, questions we, from we, our wives. That's the song. Questions from our wives. I'm going to delete everything before that and just <laughs> the intro. We, asked, we had our wives watch the video. We asked them for their instant feedback in question form. Presley, let's start with you. What did your wife, uh, what did she want to ask? Questions from our wives. So Taylor wants to know, and I feel like she, in a way she was calling Coach Mack out in a nicer way. Um, if anybody knows my wife, you know that she likes to use some colorful language. So in a PG way, she said, if Chris Mack is going to, to bring this kind of attitude off the court, is he going to make sure that he and his team bring that attitude on the court? Because she knows of the history. She's, sat, she's watched me sit in front of the TV uh, 11 out of the last 13 times and, and scream at the TV. However, she wants to know, will, will Louisville bring the same attitude to the Kentucky game? And I think that's what all fans want to know, right? All fans want to know, obviously, this is going to light a fire under the rivalry, a rivalry that's been puckering out a little bit more in recent years. But that's what a lot of fans want to know. That would be my question for you as well, Jacob. Do you think that this has any effect on the way that the team performs or the way that, that Louisville brings it in the rivalry game? Or is this just off-season banter? Questions from our wives. You know, I, I want to say that it's just off-season banter, and I want to trust that uh, Chris Mack, you know, he's he's been in a city, in a state where there's there's other colorful coaching personalities, and there's been, you know, altercations and back and forths and not necessarily the friendliest of relationships. He's done this before. Like, I trust that if he is going to put something out like that that is going to ignite a rivalry uh, with fans that are constantly at each other, like, he has to be prepared for his team to show up uh, and quite frankly, uh, mentally play this game much differently than teams of the past. Uh, you know, I think that in the last couple of years, Louisville has been tense. They have been tight. Um, they have not done what they have done in other big games. They've made, you know, mistakes and gotten into foul trouble and just done things that kind of come out of that emotional state of the, of the rivalry. And I'm hoping that Chris Mack thinks that this group is different. Like their mentality is like, we're not going to be shown up. We don't care who it is. We'll go play them anywhere. Um, and that he, trust his team enough to put out all right i'm about to drop a bomb on this rivalry and you guys cannot show up and get tossed for a third straight year fourth straight year and get blown out even if there's no fans fans whatever the case is you have to win this game the pressure is now on you to win because they've won they've won almost every single game since john calipari has been there what they've, they've lost one time kentucky has right just in the, the year with donovan mitchell since, against Aaron fox since calipari has been there i believe that they've lost one one game to Louisville, and they've kentucky. played a lot of games against kentucky because you have two tournament games in there so calipari there is no like my problem with what chris mack said in that podcast he's new to this like he's getting kind of caught up and, and trying to figure out this rivalry i know his wife is from here she understands it a little bit differently but like man this isn't a game that's like every other game like you your guys have to play and they have to play well and the last two years they just haven't it's just it's just been mental mistakes that have time and time again cost them the, the game and they were better than Kentucky this past year they should have won so all of that to say it's a young team there's a lot of question marks but I'm hoping that Chris Mack has his pulse on what is happening on the floor enough to make a video like this and not have it cost them when the game actually matters I feel the same way that you do but for different reasons the reason that I love this so much and the reason that I think that it's more than just 
offseason banters because I think that this is a team that needs that, right? Like, I think that, that ultimately Chris Mack is going to recruit and coach up players to play the way that he wants to play. And, and the, way that, the way that he wants to approach this rivalry is the way that he approached it on social media this week. And I don't think that he was intending to make it things that way. I don't think he was intending to make things personal, but he doesn't mind to go there. We've seen that in the past with Cincinnati and Xavier, big time. We, we've seen that in his career. You know, he, he's a competitive, fiery guy. We've seen that on the sidelines. You know, he's, he said after his first technical ever, he's like, yeah, well, I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen again. I'm not going to get a technical. And then five, six, seven technicals later, like he's, he's just a fiery guy on the sidelines. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's the way that he wants his players to be. And we haven't seen a team on the court that has reflected that mantra uh, game in and game out. And so I think that things like this in the offseason, when if players here, players obviously saw, we saw players were posting about it on social media, play, players see and hear about these kind of things. And this just ratchets up the tension just a little bit more uh, going into the game. I see it a different way. I, I see it as he's trying to place the onus on, on his team. He's trying to put the pressure on them to go out and perform. I think that Louisville's come out a little tight because the pressure is on them to win because of the more they lose to Kentucky, the more the pressure is on for them to win, if that makes sense. But this is putting a different kind of pressure on them. This is putting a, a rivalry game pressure on them. When you keep losing to the same team over and over and over again, it's like how Virginia Tech's lost to Louisville 14 times in a row. When you just keep losing to the same team over and over again, they know that that's in the back of your mind. That's why when Louisville played Kentucky in the Sweet 16, they went up 16-2 and then blew a double-digit lead in, in the Sweet 16 in, in uh, 2014, that it's, it's the same reason now, only in 2020. When that gets in the back of your mind, when you think that you're going to lose to this, this team, when you think you're going to lose to this program, then, then that's ultimately what happens. Jacob is just flapping his hands in, in the background like a crazy man. All right, so here's the question that my wife has. And, and let me give you a little context into this because I dropped this on her probably 40 seconds before we started to record the podcast tonight. So here's her question. She says, after watching that video, how hard was it for Chris Mack not to laugh when he hit the desk at the very end of the video proclaiming his point and his phone nearly dropped off the ledge of the bookshelf? See you in the KFC Yum Center. Go Cards! And here's my thing. Do you do you think as a podcast recorder that he got that right on the first take? Or do no. you think that that was multiple no. takes? No, it, absolutely not. And, and here, here's why. Because as a coach, he's not even – you know, you and I are people who do this all the time, and we mess up constantly. I've messed up ten times since we started this podcast. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hyper dude with a stutter. Like, it's going it's to happen. I'm going to mess up. Um, he for sure – I bet you – I'm going to say double-digit times that he messed up. And you know why? Because like, like if you just think back to like our first podcast, right? Like we were all just like, it took us like 10 takes just to get off, get off the ground. We were like William and Orville trying to get a plane off the ground. Like we couldn't even, we're, we're trying and trying. We can't even say the without freaking messing up and getting nervous. Like it, it take it just takes time when you're, when, when you're, when you're not a professional, it's not something you do every day. Like it, it's going to take time to get it right. So absolutely hundred percent, applaud Chris Mack for for handling it the way that he did because there wasn't a single but um mess up like I don't know if he had cue cards I don't know like if he wrote this out and practiced it and you know before he went to bed while he's brushing his teeth or something but like that was probably the most impressive takeaway to me was that like he put some effort <laughs> into this video even though it's just a home just a home video where he's knocking over the camera on, on the desk 
he put some effort into it and it probably took some repetition not to laugh because to say things as sarcastically but as seriously as he did to piss off UK fans to the extent that that he did ultimately I feel like that was had to have taken a, probably an hour to, to get right all right so final thoughts for me on this I, you know I, this isn't a big deal and I, I think it's great first of all to get the national people talking about Chris Mack talking about the Louisville basketball program because quite frankly Presley the last seven years have been negative headline after negative headline. It's great 100%. to be on the other side of that. Um, as far as the game goes, I want to be on the other side of the DeMarcus Cousins, Jared Swapshire thing for once. I want to be the bully. I want to be the team that imposes their will, that makes their presence felt. Uh, until Louisville gets to that point, until Chris Mack kind of puts his stamp on this rivalry uh, and provides his own juice and his own swag to it that's not – feeding off of Rick Pitino and it's not uh, living in the, the world's past where John Calipari has just completely owned it. I, I want to see Chris Mack bring a new level of toughness from Louisville. Uh, look, he's been in rivalry games that have had physical brawls. Like his players have gotten into altercations with coaches. He has seen what a real rivalry looks like in terms of like living in the same city, being so close and hating each other so much. He knows what this looks like. Uh, he's got to kind of figure this out on his own. If this is the start of that, and this is moving away from the Patino soft, uh, you know, there's always this faint background noise of, well, he coached there. They hate him. This pressure to win uh, against John Calipari, the, the, the Italian roots, all the things that bring uh, the NBA ties, everything that brings John Calipari and Rick Patino together. Chris Mack has to distance himself from that, make this his own. Uh, I felt like for the first time he put his knee into John Calipari, and I don't think John Calipari is expecting anybody to bite after he barked. I really don't. I think, right. I, I think that ends it. Right. I, and ultimately, so the, the UK fan response, the only response they can give is, oh, well, Calipari want to play on a 26. You're playing on a 26. Well, yeah, no duh, but that's because you because the whole point was that Chris Mack was saying that you had he had no other option and that they for sure want to play Kentucky come hell or high water, so they're going to play him on the 26. Kentucky moved it here. Kentucky moved it there. We obliged. We tried to to punch back. You didn't like that, so here we go. You're going to get a taste of your own medicine. We're going to make things difficult for you. You're going to play the day after Christmas. We're going to make things hard on you, and we're going to put the onus on you to now have to come out and win. So yeah, Kentucky fans can eat it because ultimately. Chris Mack won this offseason battle. And I, I, love to, I love to see that Louisville is kind of just taking on and adopting that sort of mentality. Um, and, and like you said, Mack had to make this his own thing, right? Like the reason that, that this rivalry was going downhill is because Calipari was dominating with his personality. He was dominating with the way that he approached the game. And, and ultimately, Kentucky, as a fan base, as a team, the coaching staff, everybody had the confidence that they're going to come in and win, regardless of, you know, last year, Louisville was the better team. You know, you look at years like 2014, 2016, Louisville was the better team in that game. And for one reason or another, they could not pull it out. Uh, so, so ultimately that's what it comes down to me that Louisville was a, is able to bring that mentality. Uh, I think, I think that although in, in the grand scheme of things, people might not remember this as much, this could be the ultimate, you know, fire starter uh, that, that, that could ultimately get, get things, get things rolling. Um, for, for, for the rivalry game. Absolutely. And we've got plenty of time to get into specifics on the game, to get into who's going to be better, where Louisville's going to be, where Kentucky's going to be. There's all kinds of time for that. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. New cuts.